award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, we got a fun show for you today. We are at the Humboldt Hatchery, uh, but we're also sitting on the edge of Davy Crockett Lake. They all are here on the same property, so it's really cool to be here today. And we have uh, Miss Amy Spencer Snyder helping me co-host, and then uh, Mr. Hunter Henley, the lake and hatchery manager here, and also O'Neill Henley, Hunter's dad. So that's going to be a fun conversation. I'm looking forward to today. Thank y'all for being here. Right. As fun. you can tell, it's a little chilly this morning. <laughs> yeah, a little. We had to all today. break out some coats. Yeah, a little cooler today, so we. Uh, but we're happy to be outside. It's always fun to be out here. Change up the studio a little bit, move, uh, take the show around the state and introduce folks that you may not get to see. You may not see some of the behind the scenes stuff, but today we're going to bring that to you. So it's fun to And you get, get to see some, how beautiful some of our lakes are, yes. some of our state lakes. This is one of our family fishing lakes, uh, state lakes, however you want to call it. A uh, lot of opportunities here. We're going to dive into some of that today. and, and uh, Anyway, let's meet uh, Hunter first and, and get to know you, buddy. Uh, tell us a little about yourself and, and what you do for the agency. Uh, yeah, I started with the agency in 96. And uh, actually before that, uh, uh, I guess in 90, between 93 and uh, 96, I worked part-time out at Lake Graham. Okay. And uh, that was a summer job. That's right behind uh, the regional in office, isn't it? Correct. Okay. Yeah, as an intern there. Under Jeff Bailey. Under Jeff Bailey, <laughs> I did. And uh, uh, got some good on-the-job training there. Um, and then also I uh, dispatched uh, oh. for Region 1. I did that part-time uh, while I was going through uh, school. Okay, so. cool. Um, that's a good way to get your feet in the door and get. And we've had several come about, in that yeah. way, right? Yep. Right, and then and then actually when I uh, <clears throat> when I started my career, it was with Stream Survey, and I worked there for I guess about six months, and then uh, I got the uh, put in for the, the manager one job here at the at the Humboldt Hatchery, mm -hmm. and uh, and it uh, at the time. Uh, uh, you know, we had which we had David Crockett Lake. Uh, the, the hatchery crew was over the lake as okay. well, and, and it's still that way today. It's kind of a unique situation. Um, but uh, but yeah, it it uh, back then, uh, of course, we were just uh, at the hatchery. We were just a small rearing station. Uh, we didn't do any intensive culture, or uh, um, it was mainly just picking up fingerlings from other hatcheries and and uh and then growing them out you know and uh, holding them 30 days and stocking them you know where they needed to be stocked sure. and uh and so uh but uh but davy crockett uh lake actually uh it's it's a second home to me mm. uh because my father's side of the family uh is from humboldt okay and uh and of course you know as a kid you know my grandfather he would bring me up here and and take me fishing and you know just me and him and uh and it was it was always fun and and he always 
he always for for lunch you know we would have saltines with uh uh-huh. with a melted marshmallow on it and some peanut butter so <laughs> and, i figured we it, were going towards sardines. yeah and he always kept you know the the drinks were in the cooler with the fish so mm-hmm. you know you always <laughs> had, to, had to rinse that off a little bit you know <laughs> but uh but great times and, and little did i know back then that uh you know that i would end up here yeah so, that's awesome so the, you know the place has sentimental value to me mm-hmm. um and uh so uh but it, it's been really great and um you know i've i guess i uh as far as improvements that we've made throughout the years you know i've I felt good to be a part of that yeah for sure and uh but you know this is just one of 10 lakes that, that we have here in west tennessee you know agency lakes and uh and they are uh, they're family oriented. Uh, of course, you know we close the, the the gates. You know are closed at dark. You know there's no admittance. You know after dark, right? Because you know and and we've had questions about that in the past. And uh, uh, you know we always just you know there's really nothing. There's other activities that can take place at night around these lakes that, sure. that we want to avoid. And we well, as an officer, I can attest to some of those activities late at night <laughs> right. around the lakes. But uh. right, <laughs> and uh, of course, there's you know there's no alcohol allowed. Um, Makes it family friendly. Yeah, we and, do keep them family oriented, and a lot of them are no swimming or no recreation. But we do have some that are recreation, and so we have a little bit of a mix now. Used to we didn't have any recreation on them; it was just all fishing. But that's kind of changed. With right. Gibson well, County. Well, and, Gibson County actually it went back to uh, a non-recreational oh. lake as well. Well, that's good. So, there we go. We all learned yeah, something today. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and I think part of the issue over there. Well, at first, you know, we. Uh, we had it zoned off there to where there was an area that they could recreate, uh, but because a lot of the uh, the dozer piles and the you know the the brush piles that they buried out there in the lake, a lot of that stuff started floating up. And mm-hmm. and, posed a lot of dangers. And, and yeah, yeah, and just for safety reasons, sure. uh, you know, we decided just to go back the other direction with that. Right. But uh, well, you know. Um, these lakes offer a lot, even if there's no recreation, you know. They offer some it, great they fishing. They do. And that's that, great. It's great fishing. And, you know, of course, a lot these lakes are the different lakes that we have are, are you know, you, you may have a species of fish in there that that's what everybody's going after, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for instance, here at Davy Crockett Lake, you know, it's kind of known for uh, for the catfish. Okay. And, I mean, a lot, a lot of catfish and a lot of jug fishing. Uh, and I'll say Lake Graham is kind of I, I say famous for its bluegill fishing it, it is first full yep. moon in may yeah bluegill and red ear yeah it's hard to beat it i mean it really is yeah and gibson county lake also you know with the with the red ear in there it's it's amazing over there yeah. So yeah. well that's good to know so catfish are the popular thing here but right i know some of these west tennessee lakes are known for their big bass too well as we talked That's about right. in the florida largemouth are being stocked in some of in one particular herb parsons, yeah, herb parsons yes yeah. and uh and of course the relative weights in in herb have continued to go up with the largemouth bass there uh we're seeing a little bit of a downward trend there at gibson county lake so we're really keeping our eye on it uh browns creek lake uh those relative weights are are holding there uh and uh so it uh, yeah there's a lot of opportunity and and not just with with fishing um uh some of these lakes you know offer other amenities uh like 
here at Davy Crockett, you know, we've got uh, picnic pavilions and we've got, uh, you know, swing set. And, I thought I saw and, swing yeah, set. Yeah, White, and, yeah, Whiteville Lake has it, picnic area right, pavilions. Right, a little playground yeah, there. Yeah, a playground, yeah, sure do. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, speaking of Whiteville Lake, we're, we're working on trying to, uh, to get a, uh, another resident down there to, to have a caretaker there. Uh, I know we had a little bit of vandalism down there with our restrooms and whatnot, not having anybody there, but we're we're going to get that back. And, and that's we're, we're and that's another reason that. why we have to lock stuff up. Absolutely. You, know, you don't think about that, but yeah. uh, people take uh, the opportunity and right. then they destroy stuff, and then it comes back. You know, we had a pier, you know, that got destroyed at Lake Graham, and, you know, the, right. those are things that we have to, you know, all that takes money to repair and to get back up and operational. Correct, and even here at Davy Crockett, we've got a walking trail. Uh, I think it's eight miles, if I'm not mistaken, around the lake. Oh yeah, and, and you got some new walkways. I and saw got, when we came in. Yeah, yeah, thanks to the Boy Scouts, so they we've partnered with them, or they partnered with us, and we. That's cool. It's been a, a neat little deal with you know getting to work with them and and the projects that they you know have included mm -hmm. uh, with these what with these bridges and and that sort of thing and the manager and benches and yeah. and other things back there you know and sure. i think some tree identification and yeah there was a kiosk that just got put up at her parsons uh from the boy scouts on mm -hmm. some information there so yeah the boy scouts they right. come in handy <laughs> right great partners right. yeah yeah so uh while we're on the uh, along the lines of these lakes what how many acres are we looking at here at uh, this is 87 so our lakes you know we range anywhere from 560 down to 87 acres. 500. So this is the smaller one. The smaller one. Okay. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of water here to fish. I mean, yeah. uh, boats are okay. I see a couple of flat bottoms over there. Are they? Are the motors allowed? Are uh, they? They are, but it's idle speed. Okay. So yeah, there's yeah. no wake speed, and we do have some boats here. A uh, couple of boats, you know, to rent yeah. if somebody wanted to rent one. And we've got a box with some <clears throat> life jackets and paddles boat plugs and that sort of thing that cool. they can they can do and the that. boats are ten dollars a day ten dollars yeah mm -hmm. i mean that's i mean that's cheap and that's a family friendly fun thing to do i mean you know that's that's great right. kids would love to come out here and paddle around you know yeah take it old school yeah yeah and they do a lot and what's funny uh jason a lot of times you know you'll uh, they won't make it back. Yeah. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll beat it. The yeah, they'll beat it, and then, of course, you know, we'll go get it. Yeah. We we'll get it back up here. <laughs> they can walk around, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 trails it circle the whole lake. It does. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. There's a lot of, lot of folks that uh, you know that partake of that. Yeah. It's, uh, that's awesome. And actually, uh, here, uh, I guess uh, it's been now five years. Um, we needed to do some repair work to the boat ramp and so while we were at it which which actually draining draining the lake down to get that work done was kind of interesting mm. because uh, uh we we used the uh, the water supply to the to the old hatchery and and we had a mechanism to be able to turn that water to the creek and just it's just gravity fed water and it, it uh uh and it was it was kind of it was funny because you know we would we would get into it and almost be there and, and you know get in the lake down and then we would have a little rain and it would bring it back up and it was like okay it's gonna be a little longer so but we eventually got there and um, and we were able to uh, pour a new boat ramp and uh, we were also the old fishing pier uh, had deteriorated mm. and we thought man this is the, a 
great opportunity Perfect to go job. on and replace it and so we did and it's also ada compliant now it, it is though we've had that work good. going on uh, yeah. trying to get everything up to standard and uh and we also while we uh, had the lake uh drawn down uh the lake has always been void of structure. Uh, I mean, you know, we've worked on trying to put uh, fish attractors in mm -hmm. in the past, but we had a real opportunity this time because we took a um, we took a track hoe and actually uh, plucked up some of the trees around the lake and dug a hole and and you know actually set them like they were growing out in the lake bed. Okay, and took a, took a dozer and pushed some other. Uh, trees out into the lake around the lake and built some stake mats and that sort of thing so uh you know we've got some good structure in the lake now that's great so, i, I and, just and, want to take note and say there's somebody enjoying the lake right now that's great yeah, to see yeah yeah and uh so so yeah we we've just uh there's other improvements that we want to do and they're on the list yeah. uh you know we've got a courtesy pier that we want you know to get he um we've had you know several folks voice their concern you know and and of course it is needed and and i'd like to let them know that we are working on that so most right. definitely yeah try to get them courtesy pier here cool so. well can i can i give a shout out to, to our engineering crew do they help with the ramps and things like yes, that yes yes awesome. they do yeah we we have they have a crew that uh, that's what and they know, stay busy they do they do all, stay busy because we have a lot of boat ramps and a lot of lakes and a lot of WMAs across the state and, yeah. and small crews there in the engineering department so. yeah, but they, they do wonderful they, work they, they do, do a really good job yeah yeah good, good to work with we, we've done a couple shows with those guys they do great work and i just thought well i'm sure they helped you with that yeah. oh absolutely yeah awesome now we've heard about the lake in the recent years but right. i want to hear about the lake in the early years I do too. because <laughs> when o'neill was a young boy <laughs> he's got a picture over here of him with a stringer fish now that was what opening day of this lake that, uh, at a fishing rodeo that was a fishing rodeo that they had before the lake opened it was in, in late may hold on just one second uh, we got some we got some audio yeah yet. we're gonna so we've heard about all the the more recent years here at david crockett but i want to hear about the early years of Davy Crockett and Mr. O'Neill, which is Hunter's dad, is sitting here and he has a book, but on the cover of that book is a picture of you <laughs> as what, 12, 13 uh, you told me? That's right, yeah and uh, it was the fishing rodeo that they had uh, before the lake opened. The lake actually opened June the 1st. Okay. And uh, this was in May and these banks that you see here were lined with kids when we had that fishing rodeo. And a lot of us who were here for the fishing rodeo spent even our adult lives uh, out here fishing. It yeah. was such a great thing because back then, all we had to fish in were ponds or the river or, you know, there was no really good place for people to come and, and fish. And uh, this attracted a lot of people out here and uh that that fishing rodeo we had now i, I don't want to sound like i'm bragging but <laughs> but i won it awesome <laughs> and, and that picture there is a picture that was in the humboldt paper uh of, and i chose it for the cover of my book because it, it does kind of set the tone for what it was like back in the late 40s and 50s uh, if you'll notice, my pants are wet from the knees down <laughs> yeah. because it, uh, 
I had a technique I used uh, where I would wade out about knee deep, and I, I was using just a bamboo pole and a line that was as long as my pole, and no sinkers, no floats. Just put a worm on that that I dug. <laughs> you didn't go by, <laughs> and you flipped it out, and before it hit the bottom, usually a big old bluegill or little bass or something would would hit it and that was uh, a, a technique that I used when when won this thing uh, and and there were some great people out here then uh, Joe Freeman was the manager out here and uh, Joe and I got to be really good buddies uh, you know back then you took your catch up and had it weighed and counted and all that and and they were keeping records back then yeah, I was fortunate to, to usually catch quite a few bluegill and and when uh, also working there was Leroy Curtis and Leroy was a, a technician I assume at the hatchery mm -hmm. and uh, <clears throat> when I was at in Lambeth College uh, our class came over here and visited the hatchery one time and the fish, I remember the fisheries biologist uh, was Mr. Cobb. And uh, we went down to the hatchery, and they were uh, raising catfish down there. And Leroy Curtis didn't stick a stick in the, in the box to check to see if the males were in there guarding the eggs. He'd stick his whole hand in there. Oh, I'll grab one now. I like, to, I like to go do that, but I don't stick my head underwater. Clear that up. I don't stick my head underwater. Well, he would just put his hand in there, and that fish would bite it, and he would know that he was guarding the eggs. Oh, so man. That was the technique. Technology's changed quite a bit <laughs> out here since then. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when I was writing this book, I, I wrote a story about Humboldt Lake and, and the good times we had out here. And I ended the story with, uh, it's kind of ironic, but now my son Hunter is the manager of that lake. So yeah. uh, awesome. it, it fit right in. And, and uh it provided a lot of entertainment, a lot of good times for us kids that were growing up back then, but a lot of adults, too. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times on Saturday, my dad would bring me out here and let me out, and I'd go fish till about noon, and then he'd come back and get me. <laughs> you sure don't do that now. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Times have really changed. You can't. There's no way you can do that now. Hey, yeah. well, my dad uh, grew up in a boat store. My dad would take me to the lake and drop me off in a, in a bass boat and say, I'll pick you back up in a couple hours, but I was usually breaking in a motor. You know? and, and he would, except the one time that the motor blew and I was sitting out there like, you know, but yeah, you can't do that now, but man, good time, even... It when I was a kid, we had good times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes now, I just think these uh, kids you, are... You're almost afraid to let I, your yeah. children... One reason I wrote this book, the title's When America Still Had Children, uh, I wanted my grandkids to see the difference in the way that I grew up, and, and even your generation grew up, yeah, right. compared to the way they're growing up now yeah. with all this time they spend on the videos and <laughs> video games computers yeah yeah it, it those things can be a tool at sometimes and can also get in the way and then you miss a lot well you know right. i do restrict 
restrict my son's time he has a lot of outdoor time and the other day he asked if he could ride a horse and i was like yeah and i just assumed that he was riding in the barn hallway well i went out and i thought where is he and i looked and he was actually out on my horse cruising the property and he was i was like we're good but you know it's it's great yeah. I, you know i want these i want him to have that experience as i had as a kid and enjoy things well that that that's important i think they need to get out and get a few little knocks and yes. bruises every now and then of course this guy here was <laughs> had had knocks and bruises all the time because he he grew up in the outdoors and uh of course i did too my dad uh, when i was five six years old would take me fishing and soon as i when I was 10 years old, they, they got me a little four ten, single barrel 410, and I started hunting, and I've, I've done it all my life, and it's some of my most enjoyable hours have been there, and, and some of the times that I was closest to the Lord would be sitting under a tree waiting for a turkey to gobble and sitting there just kind of meditating about what a good life I've had. Yeah. Now, one thing about it, when I came here in 2000, I had heard about Hunter's dad, and he was the sportsman. He was also a school ed a teacher and principal, mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, he got to experience it, but he also got to share with some of the kids over the years, besides Hunter, his yeah. outdoor experience. Yes, and uh, <laughs> you won't believe it, but when I was there, principal at Northside, kids would come to school with a gun in the back of yeah. their truck and not even lock it yeah. no one ever stole a gun while we were there no one got out no. and shot up the school because they were hunters yeah. and and they would actually go hunting before school some of them would come in and say coach come you out here and see it. this buck you i killed right yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, or actually i can remember my dad writing a note that amy was absent yesterday because she went deer hunting and I remember the principal said did you kill anything and I said yeah and I showed him a picture and he was like excuse yeah. <laughs> and as we all know we were talking earlier yeah that doesn't work now yeah and well, I remember seeing some old ads in some drawers at the office about bring your gun to school because yeah. Hunter Ed happened to school yeah. Yeah. That's, where I, that's where I had took Hunter Ed but. Yeah. now you were telling some stories with your granddad about eating and right. fishing out here what about your dad well, well, he had to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so granddad was doing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When he was growing up, I was coaching football, and it, it took a lot of time. But I did find some time to take him fishing and hunting. Oh yeah. Quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm sure there's some great memories out here and just out in the woods. Oh yeah. Now, what what have you noticed has changed about the lake over all these years? Yeah, well, but, you know, actually. It doesn't look a lot different. This pond's here that wasn't here, and, and the house that was over here is gone. But other than that, you know, I look down that lake, and right around that curve there, or that, that point coming out, there was an old roadbed that came across and went through there, and it had gravel. And that was my secret hole. <laughs> Way to go, Hunter. Get rid of the secret hole. Yeah. Oh, it's still there. It's underwater. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that pond in Lake Graham that people don't know about where, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, guess, I guess over time, has the lake gotten bigger? I'm sure it has a little bit, maybe. Uh, or is it about the same? About the same. It's about the same. About the same, except for this pond he's right. built here. For yeah. Now, what's the biggest fish you ever caught out of here? 
Uh, probably a five or six pound channel cat, and uh, mainly I, I fish for, for bluegill, and I would usually get, the limit was 30, and I would get a limit of 30 and bring them up here, and Joe would count them and weigh them, and Oh, he was always bragging on me, too, you know. Oh, I don't know. He, he told some guys one day, if you want to catch some fish, go down there and fish with O'Neill. Now, I will say, every one of these state lakes has their little... They do. They do. They have their regulars Absolutely. that know the lake, and they know how to catch them. And uh, Clyde Freeman was the one right. at Lake Graham for all those years. Right. And and, uh, yep. and we've got Cannonball up here. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, they and uh yeah absolutely and i and, and i do uh see you know uh you know younger parents bringing their kids out here mm -hmm. and that's what we want you know we want this to be a safe environment and mm -hmm. provide a good a good product for them and, yeah. and earlier before we did this there was uh, some grandparents with some two young kids and a dog and that were out here enjoying the lake and you know that that's what we want to see that's why we have these family oriented state lakes yeah. and one thing about the state lakes uh, i will kind of get some legal disclaimers in there They're page in, 30 yeah page 30 of the fishing guide and it gives you all the information it tells you what's available do you have to have a lake permit because uh out of the majority of these you do have to have a lake permit on addition to your license unless you have a sportsman's license right. or, but everything's here and then you can also read your krill limits because each lake is different if we're talking right. bluegill or catfish every one of them are bass they're all a little bit different but everything's in the fishing guide and you can look it up online or you can actually pick up one of these in a store and look at it yeah for the most part a lot of the lakes are similar but yeah make sure you check your guide and and check that out um because there's a lot of a lot of good information there and then um the crock you said the krill limits and the and the species you're going to go after and and uh, what permits are required and and some of the lakes have what they call concessionaires right right yes. yeah we have four concession lakes where you can uh, get you a sandwich something to drink uh uh, rent a boat, buy a license. Rent, yeah, rent a boat, buy a license, buy annual license, uh, and uh, any any fishing equipment you need. Uh, Bobby Fowler has got uh, the four lakes uh, okay. right now and uh, has expressed over at uh, uh, Milan, and uh, he uh, he's done a really good job stocking those stores and okay. and, and um, having what those what everybody needs. Because it so, never yeah. fails. You get out there and you're missing you're, something. You're going to need you're, something. You're missing something in that tackle <laughs> yeah. box. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's cool. That's good to know that if you come up on some of these, you can get some gear and, and get on out there. That's right. And the other ones that don't have are honor systems. So we right. do have envelopes where you can put in your money and drop right. boxes. And so, uh, you know, you can be legal. And a lot of a lot of ramps are like that, too. Yes. Corps of Engineer yes. Lake Lamp, ramps and things like that. You know, honor system, put your money in a little pouch. Right. That's good. Most most fishermen sportsmen out there are great people and, yes. and uh, right uh, i'm just happy this these lakes are here for for tennesseans to come and enjoy families to come enjoy uh like i said got little playgrounds for the kids too yeah you know, check them out because it's it's a great day the kid gets hard fishing you can go over playground you can eat you can eat some vegan sausages or what marshmallows you, you yep, need marshmallows right. a new recipe saltines <laughs> marshmallows and peanut butter that's it hey, wow I'm I, will, I, will, it. I will tell a story when i was a kid growing up on city Co going trout fishing daddy would always take country kiss kernel corn i'd eat the corn before we even got there I'd so i mean we'd get there dad's like where's the corn i'm like <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well you heard it here the, the the number one bait that'll win the tournament is a worm on a 
ca- cane pole no. with mm-hmm. line about the same length as the pole. So yep. <laughs> just let it drop down. Yep. Go about <laughs> knee deep. <laughs> knee deep will win the tournament. Well, I appreciate uh, appreciate you both, Hunter and O'Neill. Thank you for doing this. Thank you fun. for sharing yep. the history. Thank you. Uh, and thanks for all you do for, for the kids in the community and then right. kids here in this lake. And it's just great. So Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, it. Yeah. Amy, thank you. And uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Keep coming back. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.